Hi, Valorous Soldiers. I'm your host, Crystal Display, and welcome back to another podcast where we're all about sisterhood, spiritual, and personal lifestyle development in the everyday woman. I hope you enjoy. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. I hope you've been well. I hope you've been well. I can't believe it. We are in the month of September. So literally, we have what? October, November, December. Three more months in 2020. Wow. 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 I hope you guys been well this week. Um, for me, it's been all right. You know, my birthday was literally yesterday. So happy birthday to me. <laughs> um, I thank God, you know, for allowing me to see that day you know not many people live to see their birthday so i'm just so grateful today so you know you know how we do it so just before we start go ahead and grab yourself a cup of tea or cold beverage whichever you want and let's get into the word Alright, so today's topic is we serve the God of Daniel. And yes, you guys guessed it, we're going to be going into the book of Daniel, specifically Daniel 6. And you know, we heard about this story so many times, Daniel in the lion's den. But you know, today God has given me fresh eyes and we're going to be reading the scriptures and then analyzing it, breaking it down. You know how we do it on this episode, on this podcast. So yeah, just hold on to your seat guys because you're gonna love this one Darius thought it would be a good idea to choose 120 satraps to rule throughout his kingdom he chose three men to rule over the 120 satraps daniel was one of the three supervisors the king put these men in this position to keep anyone from cheating him. Verse 3. Daniel proved himself to be a better supervisor than any of the than any of the others. He did this by his good character and great ability. The king was so impressed with Daniel that he planned to make him ruler over the whole kingdom. But when the other supervisors and the satraps heard about this, they were very jealous they tried to find reasons to accuse daniel so they watched what daniel did as he went about doing the business of the government but they could not find anything wrong with him so they could not accuse him of doing anything wrong daniel was a man people could trust he did not cheat the king and he worked very hard Finally, they said, we will never find any reason to accuse Daniel of doing something wrong. So we must find something to complain about that is connected to the law of his God. So the two supervisors and the satraps went as a group to the king. They said, King Darius, live forever. The supervisors, perfects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed on something. We think that the king should make this law and that everyone must obey it. For the next 30 days, whoever prays to any god or man except you, king, 
will be thrown into the lion's den. Verse 8. Now, king, make the law and sign the paper it is written on so that it cannot be changed because the law of the Medes and Persians cannot be canceled or changed. So King Darius made the law and signed it. Daniel always prayed to God three times every day. Three times every day he bowed down on his knees to pray and praise God. Even though Daniel heard about the new law, he still went to his house to pray. He went up to the upper room of his house and opened the windows that faced towards Jerusalem. Then Daniel bowed down on his knees and prayed, just as he always had done. Verse 11. Then the supervisors and the satraps went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and talked to him about the law he had made. They said, King Darius, you signed a law that says for the next 30 days, anyone who prays to any god or man except you, the king, would be thrown into the lion's den. You did sign that law, didn't you? The king answered, yes, I signed that law and the laws of the Medes and Persians cannot be changed, cannot be canceled or changed. Verse 13. Then they said to the king, that man Daniel is not paying attention to you. He is the one of the captives from Judah and he is not paying attention to the law you signed. Daniel still prays to his God three times every day. The king became very sad and upset when he heard this. He decided to save Daniel. He worked until sunset, trying to think of a way to save him. Verse 15. Then the men went as a group to the king and said to him, Remember, O king, that the law of the Medes and Persians says that no law or command signed by the king can ever be cancelled or changed. Verse 16. So King Darius gave the order. They brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, May the God you serve save you. Verse 17. A big rock was brought and put over the opening of the lion's den. Then the king used his ring and put his seal on the rock. He also used the rings of his officials and put their seals on the rock. This showed that no one could move that rock and bring Daniel out of the lion's den. Verse 18, then King Darius went back to his house. He did not eat that night. He did not want anyone to come and entertain him. He could not sleep all night. The next morning, King Darius got up just as it was getting light and ran to the lion's den. Verse 20, he was very worried. When he got to the lion's den, he called to Daniel. He said, Daniel, servant of the living God. Has your God been able to save you from the lions? You always serve your God. Verse 21. Daniel answered, King, live forever. Verse 22. My God sent his angel to save me. The angel closed the lion's mouth. The lions have not hurt me because my God knows I am innocent. I never did anything wrong to you, King. Verse 23. King Darius was very happy. 
he told his servants to lift Daniel out of the lion's den. And when Daniel was lifted out of the den, they did not find any injury on his body. The lions did not hurt Daniel because he trusted in his God. Then the king gave a command to bring the men who had accused Daniel to the lion's den. The men and their wives and children were thrown into the lion's den. The lions grabbed them before they hit the floor. The lions ate their bodies and then chewed on their bones. Verse 25. Then King Darius wrote this letter to all the people from other nations and language groups all around the world. Greetings. I am making a new law. This law is for people in every part of my kingdom. All of you must fear and respect the God of Daniel. Daniel's God is the living God. He lives forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed. His rule will never end. Verse 27. God helps and saves people. He does amazing miracles in heaven and on earth. He saved Daniel from the lions. 28 and last. So Daniel was successful during the time Darius was king. And when Cyrus the Persian was king. you're looking for a top-notch and on-time quality graphical work then go ahead and check out black ink enterprise that's b-l-a-c-k dot i-n-c dot enterprise they actually care about their customers and they give direct customer service interaction you literally feel as if you're every step of the way whether they're building your logo website brochure flyers and more just contact B-L-A-C-K-I-N-E-N-T dot com. So quick announcement, everyone. So Freed by Christ Ministry is having a virtual worship night, which is in collaboration with WMV Ministry. So y'all know we're going to be there. We're going to be there. So you can't afford to miss this one. So this worship night is going to start September the 5th, this Saturday coming at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. UK time. So let's meet with the king in worship. I know that this night is going to be so powerful and God is going to move. So you guys can't afford to miss this one. You know, for more information, go ahead and follow Freed by Christ Ministry on their Instagram and you'll see all the info there. All right, so you guys, we're going to break down the scriptures now. And so you can see in the beginning that there were like 120 governors. And out of all that 120, Daniel was one of the three main supervisors or presidents. And so Daniel showed good character, great ability. He knew what he was doing. He knows how to operate. And so because of that, Daniel was favored by the king as well and i think you know many times because we serve god we become favored by other people as well and so because of how king darius saw how daniel was operating um he wanted to put daniel um in charge of all his kingdom 
but you know other people such as the other presidents and other princes or governors they became jealous they had the spirit of jealousy towards daniel and they didn't want that to happen and as a result they decided to cook up something they decided to cook up false accusation um and decided to bring that towards the king and so they decided to say okay you know all of us so they they're the ones that says all of us you know all of the governors all of the presidents and the princes agreed on something that for the next 30 days um no man so nobody in the kingdom um, of king darius should not serve any god or any man for the next 30 days and knowing they well and know that daniel served god every single day right daniel prayed to god every single day not one day passed and daniel don't pray to god you know and he prayed three times a day and they know this right they know this but anyway they um, brought that law forward to king darius and not just that they decided to use the law of the medes and the persian where they know that that law once it's made by the king it cannot be changed or cancelled yeah so as i was reading the scriptures you know it highlighted that the the enemies of daniel which was other presidents and princes they had to ask permission from the king and in that instant you know um is that the holy spirit remind me of the story of job where satan had to ask permission from god in order to touch job and it's the same for us you know you always wonder why does um bad things happen to good people sometimes god would allow that bad thing to happen in order for your faith to build um you know when you read in the scriptures it says trials and tribulation comes to shape you you know to to build your faith in god and so in that instant um, it's just so ironic that that's what they had to do they had to ask permission from the king and uh, in order to touch the anointed one and so you know so they succeeded in changing the law um you know they convinced the king or they tricked the king in in allowing that law to happen and so you know daniel knew about it daniel knew about the law that the law was changed but that did not change his attitude towards god that yeah so what i admire about daniel is the fact that even though he knew about the law and that the law was changed that did not change his attitude towards god he knew but he continued to serve god you know because daniel did not fear what man can do to him he feared god he reverenced and respected god and that's what he so he continued to pray three times a day just as normal like ne like nothing never happened basically that's what daniel did you know and he continued to seek god and ask god for help during that time as well so it says the bible says that daniel prayed three times a day you know he prayed and praised god three times a day and i really admire that about daniel that no matter what the circumstance is he kept on praying and praising god just as normal and you know when we go to verse 16 
So of course, they, they, the other governors and the princes saw Daniel breaking the law and they ran to the king and told him that, guess what? Your, your servant, Daniel, he doesn't respect you. You know, didn't you make this law? And so the, that, um, the king was very sad because he knew that, oh man, Daniel, the one that I favored, he's going to be thrown into the lion's den. So of course, King Darius was very sad, but because of the law of the Medes and Persians, it couldn't be changed and it couldn't be canceled. And it's so ironic that the enemy, so the other governors, you know, the other princes and presidents reminded the king that guess what? You can't change the law now. You've already made the law. So yeah, you can't save Daniel. You can't save Daniel. So in the end, um, you know, just before Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, King Darius said, may the God you serve save you. And that's what he said. And you know, Daniel was thrown into lion's den. And as a result, the king decided to go on fasting because he didn't eat. Um, he didn't allow anyone to entertain him and he did not sleep. So the king was very worried overnight. And you know, he, he, he just went on fasting. Um, he was worried. He was sorrowful. He was, you know, he was grieving for Daniel because normally, um, when someone or some, you know, meat is thrown into among, if meat is thrown amongst a lion, it is more likely to be devoured. And that really, you know, I watched a video, um, of this line of these lions. They were, they were in a cage and they were feeding the lions. And they throw the meat into the into the cage and I'm telling you guys instantly not even one second pass right and the lions ate the meat up as if it it went it just went it disappeared quickly so imagine Daniel being thrown into that lion's den just imagine just let your, your imagination just think about it if a man is being thrown into a lion's den he's more likely to die right and that was the reason why king dairos was very worried all right so you can see in verse 17 that after daniel was thrown into the lion's den they decided to roll a big rock um over the den to cover it up and not just roll a rock over it so that daniel couldn't escape but the king and um the king used his ring to put a seal on the rock along with the rings of the official to seal the rock so when the king do that it's a sign that nobody is allowed to move the rock and bring daniel out of it so it's like it's like a known instruction to say hey, guess what guys you cannot move the rock and as i was reading that scripture as well in that instant the Holy Spirit remind me that look, it's the same when Jesus, um, you know, he died, and on the day of resurrection, you know, just before he was resurrected, they made sure they put a rock over the to over the um over the the tomb, right? They made sure so that is like the rock is like a solidified um foundation that guess what you cannot move this rock well no man can move this rock so no man can help or try to take the body away um and it's the same it's the same here for daniel that no man could help daniel but god and i was like wow god you're so awesome you know that even though like our flesh ourselves cannot 
we cannot save ourselves but god alone can save and so the question i want to ask you guys is what are your lions today what are you facing that looks like there's no way out you know because many times we face impossible situations you know we are facing it's like life is the the life of for example we are thrown into the den which is the den of life and we are being tested by the lions which is our own troubles our own seemingly impossible situations you know what are those lines that you're currently facing today and just a reminder that guess what you cannot save yourself but god god alone is the one that can take you out of that den today you know and um and as so that was the analogy that i was getting um as i was reading the word so as the king say may the god you serve save you that's what he said to daniel um it just reminded me that guess what you can see clearly in the scriptures that the king king darius doubted he had doubts despite knowing that daniel's god was a living god you know he wondered if god was able to deliver him from those lions right and it's the same for us we know that we serve a living god but we always wonder you know is God able to take us now is God able to deliver us out of this situation and then you have to look back and think okay God took me out of this one God took me out of this situation but is he able to take me out of this one that I'm currently in and that's the question we ask God knowing that he is a living God he's able but we still question we we still wonder if God is able to do this this one that I'm in, this situation I'm in, is, is God able to deliver me out of this one? And it's the same, it's the same for us. We are, we are a bit like King Darius. We know that God is living, but we still wonder if God is able to take us out of our den, um, out of, out of the den of life, you know? But however, no matter what, you know, Daniel continued to trust God, which is having complete confidence in God for his deliverance. You can see in verse 21 to 23, Daniel continued to trust God. And, you know, in the morning, the um, King Darius rushed to Daniel's den. And, you know, he said, <laughs> it's, you know, you, you see what he said. And it's just so funny that even though he doubted, he wondered was your god able to deliver you from the lions then and you know daniel responded that look king just look god sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth right and it's the same for us right it's the same for us we might be facing our lions right now we might be in the den of darkness and being faced with trials and tribulation one after the other right but guess what? The same way God is able to send his angel to shut the lion's mouth, it's the same for us, right? Whatever we need from God, he is going to supply. You need to trust God today that he is going to supply that need, whatever it is. You know, if, if you need food, whatever it is, whatever you are trusting God for today, you need to, tr you need to pray and continue to trust in him that he is going to supply 
that name because guess what he is jehovah jireh which is my provider you know so god is our provider so he's gonna supply whatever you need today and you know um so later down now once once um the king recognized that daniel was daniel was okay they took him out of the lines then and they were they were amazed because you know when we go back to the analogy that a meat is being thrown into a cage of lions and they ate it up just imagine a man being thrown into the lions then that man is expected to die however daniel came out of the den unharmed there was no scratch nothing on him he was untouchable you know he the lions did not touch him or hurt him in any way and you know it, it, it's the same for us you know we might be facing our lions today we might be in the den of the, the darkness right we might be in the the we might be in the den of life you know it looks that it to our eyes it looks impossible for us for god to come through and you're probably wondering when is god gonna come through but the same you know daniel had to daniel had to stay overnight in that den and he was probably wondering um you know just as us if we were in the den we're probably wondering is god able to take me out of this situation but daniel he didn't wonder he continued to trust you can't need to have complete confidence in God that guess what? Because God Daniel knew that he was blameless. You know, as long as you are blameless before God, God is gonna fight for you. He's not gonna let you stay in the den. He's gonna lift you up out of the den. You know, because as I said, man cannot save us, only God can. Only God can deliver us. Only God can set us free. Only God can break the shackles of the enemy. You know, we cannot do it ourselves and other people cannot do it for us, but God. And so, you know, Daniel was taken up out of the lion's den. And, you know, you can see in verse 24 that the accusers, so the enemies, right? The the, the false accusers, because they made false accusations. Well, they, they are the ones that set up that law to accuse, to set, to set, they set up Daniel basically. And so those enemies, the other presidents and princes and their families were thrown into the lion's den, right? And initially I was taken aback by this scripture because I'm like, oh, how harsh are they to put their family involved? But guess what? You know, evil is evil. Whether it be evil is evil. That's just it. And it's just sad that their family had to suffer for what they have done but that was the order by the king you know that the enemy the enemies so the other presidents and princes and their families was cast into the lion's den and just before their bodies even touched the ground the lions ate it up right and i'm just like wow 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 and 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 imagine that daniel was not touched that was not armed However, the enemy and their families were harmed because they they had fault, but Daniel was blameless before God. 
and you know and i you know this read this as i was reading that scripture as well it's like the holy spirit remind me that guess what you know many times we we have enemies out there and you know we might be blameless but people don't like us for what reason they don't like us just because we're serving jesus um, and living for God, they don't like that. And so we have loads of enemies because the Bible, you know, Jesus talks about that we're going to have enemies. We're going to have people that are not going to like us. They want to kill us. They want to persecute us. But guess what? You press on, press on into God the same way. Because the same way that Jesus had enemies, people wanted to persecute Jesus. They spat on Jesus. They did all kind of evil to Jesus. If they do that to the master, imagine us, the servant, you know, and so the holy spirit remind me of romans 12 19 that says vengeance is mine says the lord meaning that even though we might have loads of enemies and sometimes it might you know our flesh would come into place and say oh man i want to take revenge on this person but guess what the bible says that you should leave your vengeance to god god is the one he's the one true judge so leave leave that situation whatever whoever any whatever enemies you're facing you leave it to God. You pray about the situation and you just leave it to God. Don't try to take up, don't try to render evil for evil. And that's what the Bible says. So, you know, as we are facing our lions every day, because I'm sure you guys are facing your lions today. I'm facing my lions today. And you're probably wondering, where is God? Or when is God is going when God is gonna deliver me? But guess what? In that moment when you're facing your lions. In that moment when you're facing your trials, your tribulation, the impossible situation, that's the time when you need to press deeper into God through prayer. You know, last month, the month of August, um, we had like a prayer challenge and really God challenged me that, guess what? You haven't been praying much. And so that challenge came the right time where, you know, I now know the importance of prayer. You know, prayer is the bloodline to God. Prayer is the connection that keeps my Christian life alive. You know, if I don't pray to God, then my Christian life is going to die and dwindle. And so, you know, the, the harder the situation gets is the more you need to pray, the more you need to fast, the more you need to read his word, the more you need to be in God's presence. And, and yes, you might feel the pressures of life. You know, I'm currently feeling it. But I'm just keep on pressing into God and coming to trust God that he's going to deliver me out from my den today or, you know, in his time. Because I'm learning to just wait because in this season, God is showing me that not everything is going to happen instantly in your timing. You need to trust God god's timing i need to trust god's timing and that's what god is teaching me god is teaching me patience god is teaching me to remain and stay humble even as i face my lion so imagine you facing your lion face value and you have to do all those things you're gonna need to press into god you know in order to overcome and you know so as the situation gets harder for you you need to pray harder and, you know even though when the situation looks impossible to come out of because many times it's gonna look impossible to our physical eyes but we need to connect to trust god to guess what ask him to open your spiritual eyes to see you know to be able to see and you connect to seek god 
you know even you know when you're reading your bible and you don't feel like to read your bible ask god to give you that desire to read your bible you know when you don't feel like to do certain things for god ask god to give you that burning desire to seek after him to know him because we're humans we're not gonna always feel like it but guess what this christian life is not about our feelings it's about being obedient to god you know and recognizing that God is the true source of deliverance. Nobody else and nothing else can save us but God. You know? And, you know, this story is just the way the Holy Spirit reveals certain things to me. It must have been the Holy Spirit because I never saw this story as how I see it today, how I'm breaking it down. You know? And, you know, the lesson um, that I've learned today is that we just need to be blameless before God and man, and we just kind of we should just kind of to pray the importance of prayer. Daniel emphasized the importance of prayer because our prayer is like a telephone connection, and in order to keep it connected, you need to keep on talking to God, because um, prayer is just simply talking to God. And so you know. The reason why I, I titled this topic "We Serve um, the God of Daniel" is because he that that the God of Daniel is the same God today, and he is the God that we serve. You know, when you check in Malachi three six and Hebrews thirteen verse eight, um, the Bible says that he is the same God. You know, he never changes. He is the same God. So. You know, we, knowing that he is the same God that delivered Daniel from the lion's den and the same God that sent Jesus Christ down the cross, he is the same God back then in the Old Testament and even now. So whatever situation that you're in, remember that he is the same God. He never changes and he's able to deliver you today. So my question is to you today you know just look at god's track record and you know that can be found in the bible when has god ever failed his people just look at your life look at your life for one second has god ever failed you in any way and can you think of that moment that that bad situation did it turn around into something good okay you know romans 8 28 talks about um our bad situation turning into something good yes it might start out bad initially but guess what god is gonna turn it around god is gonna turn it around so you just need to kind of to trust god and seek his face through prayer <laughs> All right, guys, so just before I wrap up this session, I'm going to show you guys some life gems, how you can face your lions and overcome those lions. So the first tip that I have is you need to seek God through prayer. Um, so that's just simply talking to God, telling him how you feel, you know, whatever situation it may be, just tell him, be, be honest about your feelings to God that. You know, if you're feeling frustrated, let God know that you're feeling frustrated. Let God know how you feel. And then 
Tip number two is seek God through fasting. So fasting, you know, just as how King Darius had fasted, you know, when you fast, is like you are sacrificing your time with God. So fasting can be um, without food and water, or it can you can fast as well with just water. It just depends. You can Google and search different types of fasting out there, but the most effective one is the one without food and water. But I've also fasted um, with just water alone throughout the day. So, and there's also, guys, there's also a Daniel fast. You can try Daniel fast where you still eat, but you'll stick to like um, healthy foods. So like fruits, vegetables, those are the things. So you can try Daniel fast as well. But it's just those three fasting, um, highly, highly effective. I've tried those three fasting and you know is the fact that you spend time and dedicate that time to god as well that's and you keep focus on god during your fasting that's what um you know that's what is that makes it so effective is because you you sacrifice your time to god during that time so in your fasting you're probably wondering what do you do in your fasting um so some of the things that you do in your fasting is you worship um, you read your Bible, you can have devotion, um, you can listen to sermons, you know, um, what I do as well before I fast, I would ask God um, to just give me wisdom, knowledge and understanding um, before I read the word and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal truth to me as I read the word and ask God to open up my, my ears so I can hear from him and listen to him as well. You know, listening and hearing God is so important during your fasting. And um, I would also make like a list, so list of requests as well of the reason why I'm fasting. So I would write it down and then I would, I would, I would tell God those requests that guess what God, these are the things of why I'm fasting and I'm and I'm waiting with expectancy for you to come through for me. You know, when you're fasting, you're going to God with expectancy. Um, you know, because so, you're trusting God completely. You know, no doubt will be in that um, as you fast. You need to have complete confidence that God is able to come through for you. And when you do that through fasting, God is going to come through because that's the same for me whenever i go on fasting it's serious business i don't play i don't play when it comes to fasting because i'm when i fast about a situation i'm i'm coming to god with expectancy that he's gonna come through because guess what his word says that i can ask for anything in jesus name and he's gonna answer it and that's why it's so important to know the word of god which is the next point that i'm gonna say the practical point that to apply is reading and studying the word of god daily so when you do those things reading and studying um the word of god you know you can use like bible plans um i highly recommend the U version bible app they have like loads of bible plans in there and um, you know if you're for example facing fear or struggling with anxiety you can easily type in the app um in the search box um, worry or anxiety and then they will have like loads of plans um, regarding that there's also like a yearly bible plan where you can get to read the bible um, while breaking it down into sections and you can you're able to finish it within a year once you stay consistent um, 
the book i also highly recommend for women um is this um book it's called the bible in 52 weeks a year-long bible study for women by dr kimberly d moore and you know i bought this book from amazon where um she gives you like bible plans you know from day one to seven and you literally take in the scriptures little by little and it's not overwhelming you know i think in maximum when you're reading and studying the bible for me when i do it in the mornings because for day one it's roughly about four chapters and the key point so the key tip that i want to share how i was able to read four chapters in the morning um is by playing an audio bible and um, so i would have us using the U version bible app i would play the audio bible while going through um the scriptures or reading through this the, my own bible as as the bible audio is being played and you know if something stand out i would pause the audio bible and i would highlight it in my bible and that's how i'm able to read and study the bible and of course i would have like a notebook on the side where whatever stands out in the chapter i would write it down um you know lesson learned from that chapter and that's how i'm able to read and study the bible more effectively because i remember um i think in james the bible says that um you can read the word but you need to also apply the word because if you're reading the word and you're not applying it and putting it into practice and making it a lifestyle then the word of god is not going to be effective enough in your life so you need to read the word and you need to apply the word and make it a lifestyle and you know if we're if we say that we're christians we need to obey god and obey his word what it says and yeah those are those are my three life gems today i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode i'm not gonna lie for some reason it has been so difficult to create this episode specifically but i really hope that you know that you guys enjoyed this episode and it has helped you in so many ways if you enjoyed this episode go ahead and leave a feedback down below um and let me know what is what was your favorite part of this episode or what do you like about this podcast and i'll see you guys next week all right so just on a side note um in regards to fasting so fasting just before you decide to fast make sure that you seek medical help uh, medical aid um, if you do have any medical condition check with your doctor just before you decide to go on fasting and um, fasting can be however long that you can manage it could be 30 minutes it could be one hour it could be 6 a.m to 6 p.m whichever just you know use your discretion um and you know wisely and yeah i just want to make sure that you guys stay safe just before you decide to go on fasting